Welcome back to the Teen Talkly Podcast. Charlie is trying to get into the room. <laughs> I am your host, Grace Anna Steven, and I'm here with my dear friend, Nina English. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> We're going to talk about, um, like, women in general, kind of, that women's safety, wage gap, women's products and marketing? Yeah, yeah. definitely. So Nina's the one with, she's well-read, very researched, very, um, she did an excellent job with all this research. I am the mediator, and I think we could share, like, personal stories if we wanted to, if it connects to anything, and if we're comfortable, of course. Definitely. Um, Nina, where do you, where do you want to start? I'm gonna Um, let you kick off this conversation. I guess just, like, general women in this world nowadays just have a general disadvantage just for the fact that they are women which is just absolutely absurd through things like the wage gap and our products that are like catered to women being 50% higher and I think we all just need to bring awareness to this because and that's like what we're doing here because if we don't do anything about it these will stay the same like the wage gap, which is, I don't know how well read up these um, listeners are, but the wage gap fr- through women and men, just for the average women working and the average men working, it's 80 cents for every dollar a woman receives, 80 cents for every dollar a man does. And now, granted, that may not like 20 cents. Oh, boo freaking who? What is that? It's re- It may seem <laughs> like nothing, <laughs> but when it really comes down to it, over a lifetime, an average uneducated woman will lose $530,000 through her life, which is like a house. Yeah. That's like a nice house. Yeah. And then an educated woman will lose up to $800,000 in her life, which is absolutely insane. And so just the fact that we are women, we have certain anatomy that makes us a woman, or even if you just identify as a woman, you are prone to losing thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars which is just absolutely absurd and through recent research um people have declared that this wage gap since like nobody's really talking about it and it's just something that like no one really wants to speak up about it's said to close in 257 years which is longer than anyone our we sure won't see it our children won't see it and their children probably won't even see it and it's just absolutely insane to me that this is a huge problem no one's talking about it and it's not gonna change unless we start talking about it yeah so um you kind of started the conversation there with inequality these days but there always has been always always no matter what and not necessarily in the form of a wage gap necessarily but even just like like females having money yeah it's just what it's like it's always been like the woman has less money than the man and and it's like also a stereotype it's super it's it's odd to me and people argue that the wage gap doesn't even exist and like it's evident the evidence is there and like it's yeah And people may say that, like, oh, the wage gap is unadjusted, like, it doesn't take into account, like, their education, what sort of job they have, 
um, their past history of maybe like a criminal record or something like that. But when we are talking about the wage gap, we do adjust it to where we look at a man and a woman with the same degree or the same level of education. We look at them doing the same amount of work and we look at them doing the same job. And when we look at all those things together, women make 80 cents to a dollar that a man makes. And that's, yeah. And like you said, that seems like a very small amount of money boo freaking 20 cents (laughs) but like no that's i mean it builds up yes if you save 20 cents for every yeah like it's just oh my gosh and like when you were saying like women's inequality has been around since the dawn of time like (laughs) seriously since the dinosaurs (laughs) the dinosaurs were walking the earth and the female dinosaurs were I don't know, but Superior. well, that's interesting though. I feel like in uh, some animal kingdoms, <laughs> like the women are always the more like superior ones. The I vegan don't know. Animal kingdom. Oh my gosh! Stop. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, so like especially when like we were first colonizing America, and when we Marco. first <laughs> when we first won like the American Revolution, a woman couldn't own like property or money she either went to her husband or her father and she wasn't allowed to have like any of her personal belongings and then like moving into the 20th century and the sort of like 50s 60s era when it was just like you housewife you You cook food you make baby you cook food for me and like she couldn't really do anything as well women back then didn't have jobs yeah they stayed at home and had babies and cooked food and cleaned the house and when they had jobs, it was, especially in the 50s, you see, like, secretaries and nurses that yeah. work for male doctors. Yes. And it, they they were, even at work, they were still working for a man, and he had a lot of say in how she was treated and how much she made. Seriously. And, like, thank God, nowadays, it's much better. But then again, there are still many mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. in this world, like the wage gap, like products catered to females like our safety and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that that are completely different from a male point of view but thank god we have like women doctors and the first woman um woman of color Mm -hmm. vice president in our world and thank god that we do have some freedom but then again there are still many things that we are not the same as male on. If you hear growling, you guys, it's my dog. Grace is one of his like favorite people in the entire world, and we close my bedroom door, and so he's really upset that he's not in here right now. Nina, do you want to talk about products? Yes, because I think that you touched on that, like you kind of just like brought it up during. So, uh, expand, Exp- uh, knowledge me. <laughs> So just when I'm talking about products, I'm talking about like products catered to females. Like um, it could be anything like a female deodorant or like a granola bar that's catered to females. Maybe shampoo. I love Luna bars. Yes. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> Maybe a shampoo that is catered for women's certain hair needs. Those products have through all of research, like Harvard and Oxford have done many um, sets of research on this. And it's found that those products that are catered to women are ten- tend to be 50% higher than the ones catered to men. 
Like, just go down. Go go to your local supermarket, like, right now. Get in the car. Go. Go to the... Are you still listening? Okay. Are you listening to it in your car on your way to the supermarket? Who calls it the supermarket? Nobody. But, okay. Keep talking. But, anyway. Go to the deodorant section. And, obviously, usually it tends to be the men's deodorant on the left and the women's on the right. Women's deodorant tends to be, like, six or seven dollars for a stick of deodorant, which is absolutely absurd. I and, can make it for cheaper than okay, that. Like, yeah. buy some coconut oil and some essential oils and some baking powder, and you can make it for so cheap. Anyway. But then you look at the men's deodorant, and it's like an Old Spice stick of fresh deodorant, like the red stick, the classic one. It's like four bucks. Like three. Sometimes. Yeah. Like, like what? And Why? so I have to pay like four dollars more mm-hmm. just because I have lavender scented deodorant yeah. because i like the smell and i'm a woman i have to pay four dollars yeah. more and, and, and the, um the sort of division of scents i think is really funny yeah with women's products compared to men like anything i mean like, we're talking about deodorant wood yeah and pine and, and then it's like lavender yeah and it's like what if i want to smell like driftwood and what if my boyfriend wants to smell like sandalwood like yeah. we <laughs> I mean, (laughs) obviously, like, I mean, it's why the division of scents, like, why not have some nice, would it change? Is it the scent? Is that what's making the price difference? They're like, here, cedar women's deodorant, $3. If you look on the back of the deodorant, like you put it up right next to each other, the only real different thing is the scent. And let's be honest, scents through, Charlie, um, (laughs) scents, if you buy scents in bulk, they're really not that cheap, especially from um, companies like Secret and Old Spice and Gillette and stuff like that. They're really not that cheap. So when seeing that I have to pay $4 more for my deodorant just because it's a lavender and it's created for women is just, like, absurd. It's yeah. discrimination against women, which is... Okay, and, okay we, ma- we make less and you're going to make us pay more. Yes. You really don't want us to have money. <laughs> and it's, like, throughout a whole entire year, just, like, taking all things in, like... The shampoo we have to buy, granola bars we have to buy, deodorant mm. we have to buy, <laughs> all of these things. It's um, predicted that women lose up to like $2,000 a year just on the products that they buy just because we're women. Mm-hmm. Like 2000 bucks, that's like a trip to Arizona right there. Yeah. Like you could stay yeah. in a nice Airbnb yeah. and take a week down to Arizona. Yeah. But no, it's just because we're women. And it's... It's funny because, so, women are expected to buy shampoo, conditioner, body wash, and if they use, like, the three-in-one stuff, Charlie's barking, if they use the three-in-one stuff, they're, like, seen as not, like, hygienic or not clean, but it's, like, entirely acceptable for a guy to use the three-in-one. He buys one product. body wash, deodorant, shaving cream, whipped cream, like, it's all in one. It's all the same. (laughs) Whipped cream, shaving cream, all all the same. All the same. And it's perfectly fine. For them yeah. to use that. But then we're expected to have um, shampoo, conditioner, body wash, body scrub, um, razors, certain shaving creams. It's like, we have to have all of this. And if they're like, mm, no. Yeah. And then it tends, it's funny because men's products like deodorant and razors tend to be higher quality than women's yes! anyways. And they're so much cheaper. Like men's razors, you guys, it is absurd. Like, if you're still at the supermarket, go to the razor aisle now and look at the women's and men's razors. And for some reason, the men's are always on the left and the women's are always on the right. 
don't know why that is, but that's just how it is. And so you look at a men's razors. A pack of, like, three men's razors will normally be, like, I don't know yet, but, like, I would say normally around, like, $8. That seems reasonable, yeah. Then you look at, like, a singular women's razor, like the Venus razor, the one that, like, all of us use. I know you guys have that blue gel (laughs) Venus razor in your shower at this moment. You look at that, and that itself can be $8. Just like one razor. It's like, why? And why? Razors are norm- the men's razors are normally high quality. And then for the like the Venus razor, you have to get different heads for it. And like a set of three heads will probably run you like 10 bucks. And those Sometimes like 13. Seriously. Like, it's absurd. I don't and know. And those heads don't last very long. And so you, Charlie, <laughs> oh my gosh. So you have to keep on buying those razors pretty consistently because they don't last very long. And just because it's a women's razor means that it can be 50% higher than these men's razors. Absurd. Any other fun statistics about products, Nina? Um, well, it's kind of in that same realm, but like talking about the pink tax. And if you don't know what the pink tax is, it's a specific sales tax tailored to feminine hygiene products. That's talking about tampons, pads, uh, diva cups, whatever you want to use. There is usually a specific sales tax. Some people would call it a luxury tax, but it's not no. It's not a luxury tax. No. It's just a sales tax. And so um, this pink tax is tailored to different states. So some states, I think California is a state, I think Oregon's a state, they have gotten rid of this uh, pink mm-hmm. tax. But if you go down, okay, you're still in the supermarket. Go down the tampon mm-hmm. aisle now. Go look at a box of tampons. I... Before I switch to a Diva cup, I use an Organic cup, I use tampons, and I would get a box of 36 tampons, and that would cost me, like, $9. Yeah. And, okay, the, the fact that it's considered a luxury tax, like, okay, if it's considered a luxury tax, then you need to be okay with us just, like, free bleeding all the time, because then it would be, like, saying, a tampon is a luxury. You only get to have a tampon because you don't need it. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, well, but society requires me to wear that. I can't just bleed everywhere. Like, I have to to take care of that, and society requires me to, and I don't need it to survive, but it would not be fun without them. Like, the luxury tax sort of idea is what even so it's not like just to clarify because i don't want people to get mad at us don't get mad (laughs) but also do if you want it's seriously um it's not like technically a luxury tax it's just like a specific type of sales tax that is placed on these only items just because they are tampons and we need them in order to like not have bad things happen yeah like you know what i mean and i mean it's not i wouldn't say it's it's not categorized as a luxury tax Mm -hmm. but that's what it's acting as essentially so it's i mean we can't we can't say it is it's not technically a luxury tax it's technically a sales tax but it's it's a a, oh my gosh a specific sales tax that is only placed on certain items like these tampons pads or like diva cups like if I don't know if you're at Target right now at the supermarket, <laughs> but if you are, go down and look at a Diva Cup. A Diva Cup is like $45. Yeah. Which, like, granted, a, if you keep on consistently buying tampons, that will add up. But still, a, like, $45 
for a little silicone shot glass yeah. that you shove up there. Like, that is absurd. $45. I love it. We've been calling it a shot glass these past few days. <laughs> I would like to say that's not what it is. It's no. just very funny to call it that. Anyways. But it's just absolutely absurd. Like, yeah. you have to pay $45. Yeah. Like, you could get a nice set of acrylic nails for $45. $45. Like, it's absurd. And it's something and- that we need. Yeah. Crazy. Dude, cr- crazy stuff, dude. What in the world? Do you want to... Do you have anything to add? Any knowledge um, to add to that, Nina? Just, like, one last thing is, like, women's clothing. Mm-hmm. is or like let's talk about like dry cleaning i don't know how often you dry clean my mom she is a business lady she works in a lot she's of amazing <laughs> yes. she looked great when she left the house today i will say that outfit was mm. so my mom has a bunch of suit jackets and suit pants so sometimes like i would say probably like we usually just wash them really carefully here but like once or twice a year she goes and gets them dry cleaned for like if she has an important event or if she's traveling somewhere for an important meeting or something like that. Obviously, she hasn't traveled because of COVID. Please wear your mask and be your, safe. Your mom is an important event yes. in it herself. So, you know. <laughs> and so sometimes she goes and gets a dry clean. And I was like looking up and doing all, the reason I know all this research is because we have an AP language project. <laughs> and I chose it to do it on women's inequality. And so I was looking up. And, and I, you're passionate about it. Yes. I was looking up like, um, I thought of dry cleaning because my mom goes and gets her stuff dry cleaned every once in a while. And I looked it up and just for like a plain t-shirt, like, I don't know why you would get a plain t-shirt. Plain white tees. <laughs> yeah. Just like a plain white t-shirt. If you went and got it dry cleaned, a men's plain white t-shirt would normally run you about like three bucks. But then a woman, if a woman brought in that same white t-shirt, it would cost her $5. And why is that? What is the, what is? Because she's a woman. And okay, women's shirts are normally smaller than a guy's. They're easier to wash. That's my theory. It's $2 more to dry clean this woman's shirt. And for what? No one knows. It's $5. But still, if a man has to pay $3, let's say he goes and gets that dry cleaned, um... Two times a month. So that's 24 times a year. That's a lot of math. Um, mm, so that's like <laughs> around like 100 bucks a year. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm really bad at math. Pre-calc is kicking my butt right now, you guys. Like, <laughs> give me a break. So a woman, let's say she goes and gets that same shirt dry clean two times a month for a whole year. That's 24 times. That is six. Wait. I'm doing She's the math wrong, you guys. But you get the point. It, is, it adds up. It is incredible. Just like the wage gap. Just like the wage gap. Just like these products that you are buying that are 50% more than these men. You have to pay $2 more just to dry clean a shirt because it's a woman's shirt and you're a woman. It's just it's, insane. It's, and that, that to me is like crazy because, I mean, maybe there's a difference in the products and people could argue, oh, there's a difference in the product or oh, there's a different a difference in the work that she's doing or she's not, like, you know, because people can argue against things like mm-hmm. the wage gap in products. And although I think it's it's evident that it's very unfair, yes. um, but it's it's a t-shirt. It is a t-shirt. Yeah, it's like, made why? of cotton and polyester, yeah. y'all. It's all the same. It's all the same. And mm-hmm. so why is that? 
like just because she walks in as a woman and says here's if she if she brought a men's shirt in would they charge her probably just because <laughs> she's, she's a woman she walks in and she looks like a lady and they said hey nah. charging yeah. you two more and like, like granted i want to say like clarifying the products some women's products definitely have more ingredients in them and take more time than men's products and that's fine if you want to charge more for those that's fine but when you look on the back of a bottle of deodorant or a bottle of deodorant a stick of deodorant and you see that the um ingredients are almost the same like pretty much almost the same and i have to pay four dollars more for my deodorant it's just like okay this is where we need to draw the line and start talking about this and make a difference and yeah i think if we play devil's advocate we can say that they're different but i mean are they really like how different are these products really you know yeah it's there are some that okay sure like you can get the natural women's deodorant and that will be eight dollars or you could get the old spice and that would be like three and that's a difference because it's old spice or natural deodorant but if you compare like secret and old spice Mm -hmm. but if you look at the cheapest deodorant from each brand let's just take like, like old generic spice. very like yes old spice and secret or even like if you're at a safeway or a target and you use the generic brands of deodorant mm-hmm. or makeup wipes or whatever that's fine if they're cheaper that's fine i do that all the time my makeup wipes are super generic i and love my makeup they wipes. work very well yes but anyway if you look at those generic brands those are still that stick of deodorant is still four dollars more mm-hmm. because it's a woman's deodorant whoa (laughs) crazy stuff (laughs) nina i want you okay for the next little little topic this next little safety this next little safety announcement Mm -hmm. i want you i'm looking at your facts i want you to just read them all like back to back to back it'll be like (laughs) (laughs) it'll show how so just like severe okay get ready (laughs) i hope you please leave the supermarket before you listen to this so things just like the wage gap and products those things like affect us directly but like when talking about like safety in women and like when you walk home at night alone it's just absolutely absurd because women are victimized so much more so like some of the statistics i have are 53.7 percent of women when studied their top fear is of sexual assault or being sexual assaulted and since 1998 17.7 million women have been raped and that's only the reported number there is countless women Mm -hmm. who have been raped and haven't been like brave enough to speak up and said Mm -hmm. like this is what happened to Mm -hmm. me and i want to talk about it and um one in six women have been sexually assaulted in their lifetime and since from a 2008 report 500 women get raped a day Mm -hmm across the U that's just in the u.s yeah. not even in the whole world yeah. 500 women okay and it's i'm gonna play devil's advocate well okay i'm not gonna play devil's advocate but i am going to say that we will not deny that men get sexually assaulted men get raped yeah. men are also also have a fear but it's very generalized more towards women like it's it happens it happens to men it happens it's a big issue we're not pushing that to the side maybe we'll talk about that in another podcast episode but right now it's women and i just i wanted to make that little that little note because it it does it happens with men too so definitely like in that same report from 1998 from that 2.78 million 
men have been raped and those are only the reported numbers. And we are not like demeaning that in any way. Yeah. It's a serious problem, y'all. And but for right now, we're just going to focus on the women. But if you are a man or if you identify as a man and you have been raped or sexually assaulted, please do not feel like we yeah. are like, no, you do not matter. Yeah. Like you definitely <laughs> you do. do. And Absolutely. please, like if you feel like you can speak up and talk about it, because the only way this is going to get better is if we talk about it and make a difference. And you are completely loved. And we <laughs> Grace and I love you so much. <laughs> and you are welcome here anytime and men yeah you guys we don't it. we don't hate men we no. want we like we like equality yes we don't hate men yes correct and we acknowledge you that you also have struggles yes but then when it's like six times the amount of women just in that report yeah. have been raped it's just like okay this is what we need to talk about right now mm-hmm. sure we will talk about um men being sexually assaulted or raped in another podcast because that's a problem yeah it's a problem yeah. but right now we're gonna talk about women's safety and like walking home at night yeah. and stuff like that i mean okay i'm gonna kind of a little personal anecdote here <laughs> yeah i was like i've been catcalled like three times in one week i've been scared to run somewhere I run every day there's this canal road I run every day but every time I turn well not every time I would say like seven out of ten times that I run it that was an odd way to put that yeah but I am I turn down and I'm like oh because I've had very strange experiences on that trail where I feel like I'm being followed and it's we even as young girls especially as young girls even have that fear and it's ingrained in us very young like I don't know I mean I don't remember the first time actually I do remember the first time that my dad was like there was this I was probably 10 years old we're standing in a line at a store and there was this guy behind us and my dad like put me in front of him because and was like don't look behind you and then we got out of the store and I was like what the heck what why did you do that and he was like that man was like looking at you in an inappropriate way like I was protecting you it happens very 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 young and we both have fear I mean I would say I have some sort of fear every day doing something something I don't mean I mean maybe if all I do is wake up and go to school and go home maybe maybe not yeah but if I'm running at the park or walking around downtown or walking around my driving home driving home I am a swimmer and I got my license a couple months ago and so when I did we I'm a I swim high school swimming in the winter and I do club pretty much all year round and so in high school swimming our practices go from 7 15 to 9 15 and so by the time I get out of the pool it's like 9 30 which is we live in we live in Colorado and so by the time it's 9.30 in the winter, it is pitch black outside, <laughs> yeah. y'all. There is not a beam of light in the sky. And so when that happens, when I'm driving home, I'm always looking in my mirrors. And, like, if a person's behind me, I, like, look at their car and I know their car. And I'm like, okay, if this person is following me. And that's a serious fear of mine. Yeah. And I remember, like, not this season but last season, there was a senior who I was good friends with. I'm still good friends with her. Her, Leah, if you're like listening Leah. to this, we love you and miss you. Please come home. I was, she was taking me home from a yoga session that we had before our one of our big meets called conference, and so she was taking me home. I would say it was probably like 
nine o'clock at night, maybe, maybe 8.30. Leah, text me if I'm wrong. But we were downtown and we were walking by ourselves, but we were together and we were right next to each other. And um, a bunch of homeless people normally hang out down there after like all the businesses close Mm -hmm. and it's nighttime. And so we walked past this homeless man and we didn't really think anything of it. We, the only thing we noticed is like he was super tall. And you, I mean, I think I went to, we have this notion of homeless people. Like we, yes. we ha- you have that automatic fear. You see someone and you go, ah, scary. Like you just kind of, you're a little more with it at that yeah. point, which maybe isn't right, but it's just, it's just a stereotype that they have because they're known as not And I wouldn't necessarily stable. like, we weren't really scared because he was a homeless man. We saw that he was a tall man and he was very tall. He was like six, one or six, two. Mm-hmm. Leah's just about as tall as me. We're five, seven, five, seven and a half. So mm-hmm. this guy is much bigger than us and much stronger than us. So that's the only reason we were kind of like, oh, who is this guy? Yeah. But we got past him and it was fine. And we were just like, oh, okay. And so we were parked across the street and down to a street to the right. And so we were crossing the street and we got down and then we heard him yell at us, like scream at us, come back here. And so it's like, okay, then you kick in and you're like, I don't know if this guy is following me. I'm not going to turn around. And so we just started sprinting to her car in pure fear that we don't know what this man is going to do. We don't know if he's going to come and kidnap us. We don't know if he is going to rape us. We completely just sprinted to her minivan. Leah, I love your minivan. It's still my favorite thing ever. And we got in it, locked the doors and got out of there super fast. And there wasn't anybody around. The other girls, we had to leave early. The other girls were still in the studio. Mm -hmm. We were only by ourselves and that guy. And so that's when the immediate fear of, oh my God, I don't know what this guy is going to do. And being followed, and I don't know if you've ever been followed, but being followed is terrifying. It's so scary. Charlie Charlie came back. (laughs) I really hope that you guys can hear him because if you can't, you're just like, why are they laughing about the dog scratching? Anyways, (laughs) you made a very silly noise. Um, Nina, do you have anything else you want to say, Charlie? Um, I just want to say, like, if you are a woman and you feel unsafe, this is part. We are in a service learning advisory where we make a capstone project to something in our community that we want to change. Mine is like creating a safety hotline. But if you are a woman or a man. Or any gender, whatever you identify as, walking alone. And you night. feel unsafe. Uh, or even if you're in the p- clear daytime or you think you're being followed or something like that, or you feel unsafe, please call 911 and say, or if you can't speak, like I know that 911 operatives are now being taught of, from a woman who ordered a pizza mm-hmm. from 911 because Charlie's, <laughs> Charlie's barking. barking because um, she was being abused in her house, but she couldn't say it because the man was right there. Please call 911. Even if you think you can't speak freely, please call 911 and say like, I feel unsafe. I need help. Please yeah. come to yeah. my something. And if you do that, then you are, they will set you up with, people that can get you help they will set up a car outside your house that will protect you or something like that but if you feel unsafe at any time of day it can be one o'clock in the afternoon or it can be one o'clock in the morning please call 911 and get to safety yeah i've there's been moments where i'm walking i feel very unsafe and i have 911 dialed yeah i'm like i'm 
I'm ready to or press like you're this on button. The, you pretend to be on the you phone. You pretend. Yes, I've done that too. Yes. Or I call you. Yes, I did that <laughs> one too I have many done times. That many times. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So I mean, I think in conclusion from what we've said, women are, um, in ways op- oppressed. Definitely. And there are a lot of, especially money-wise, things that are very unfair Definitely. and catered towards us. And on top of that, we live our lives in, in like, fear. almost constant fear, which is absurd. Yes. So And they- just the only last little thing to take away from this. The only way that this is going to get better is if we talk about it. If we yep. go to women's marches protests and say, like, this is not okay. Yeah. I want to change this. This is the only way that this will change you guys. So please talk about this. Post it on social media. Do whatever you want. Talk to your mom and dad about it. Talk to your friends about it. The only way this is going to ever get better is if we talk about it. Which is what this podcast is and it's what we're doing. Yes. Yay. So thank you, Nina, for chit-chatting with me, educating me, having statistics ready, (laughs) being our being our teacher today really appreciate it (laughs) thank you so much for having me and i'm very excited to do this again yes i'm sorry for the hiatus i took from last podcast i got real busy um you know when you spend two weeks in a tropical island and then you have to go do schoolwork that's fun so sorry for that hiatus we will get back on a weekly schedule i've been really stoked on the podcast and i have lots of things i want to talk about I just don't even know where to start sometimes. I'm like, I have all these things I want to talk about. What do I even talk about? So we'll get there. We'll get back on weekly schedule. Thank you for listening to the Teen Talkly podcast. Thank you for talking, Nina. Adios, (laughs) y'all. Goodbye.